Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the original Loretta Brown Show, radio to open the heart, heal the soul, awaken the consciousness. Mr. Benny, it's starting to get crispy. It is. It is. And it's officially, I would consider this, um, since we're going to have a little bit of a cooler next couple of days, a frost. uh, I'll put the frost out there. Some frost on the pumpkins because it's National Pumpkin Day. So how appropriately said yes is that right i, I love that thank right. you so cover your so, you, oh, so cover your pumpkins <laughs> i will cover my pumpkins cover your pumpkins okay put their their little warm fuzzy blankets Aww. on them <laughs> so cute although it will be a very nice weekend here in the pacific northwest and uh, the seattle area so i think all of the pumpkin patches will be slammed so it'll be a good thing i yeah, I think it's going to be a really good thing. Yeah, yeah. for all the pumpkin patches. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, somebody sent me pics. They had put little pumpkins out and they put googly eyes all over them. And it's the best. you know that the googly eye thing. I do love googly eyes. Yeah, it's always good. Uh, the kids and I, we still do the pumpkin thing. We it takes us a while to get cre- our creative juices flowing, you know. But once one person starts, they're carving it, and then of course it's a madhouse. Um, and I still do the whole roasted pumpkin seeds uh, every year. I so do. I don't know if you yes. do it too, but yeah, it's always I my do. favorite treat. I do. Uh-huh. I love pumpkin seeds and mm-hmm. roasted pumpkin seeds for sure. Yep. Yep. Do you yep. have a little and- uh, like uh, tip for anyone? Like, or or I should say, what's your favorite recipe? Or do you just do it stock, like just a little butter and that's it? We we do a little bit of butter, mm-hmm. and then sometimes we make them spicy. Like sometimes we separate Ooh. it out and do different. Like these ones are going to be kind of plain and these are going to be a little bit spicy and we can put something on them. Right. Yeah, totally. And my son's all grown up, but, but we still do it. Mm-hmm. He does it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then we have the great uh, pumpkin, <laughs> the pumpkin seed cook off. <laughs> <laughs> bake off, I guess. A bake off, I guess you might say, right. Like, okay, let me taste yours. What'd you do with them? Right. So that's kind of what we do. That's fantastic. And, uh, uh, real fast. I'll, I'll let it, I'll let it go. Just one more pumpkin fact. I guess the world, the world record was broken this year for the largest uh, gourd. And it came in and just uh, under 2,800 pounds. Um, that's a lot of pumpkin pie. So whoa yeah right? that's uh, that's kind of mind-boggling <laughs> yeah um yeah I, i'd love to see a picture of that thing how big was it did they say like it's... i mean yeah i mean you could definitely get an idea and if you just google it you'll find it but i'm just saying yeah, i guess it broke it. a yeah. it broke a record already from like i think 80 pounds something like that so, wow yeah it's just crazy that's what, incredible what people can that's do with incredible. mother earth right that's right that's right <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Cool. And um, yeah, so we're coming up to All Hallowed Eve mm-hmm. and we've got all kinds of stuff going on. So yeah, let me dive into it real quick. I've got a great uh, guest coming up and I'm just going to check in with astrology before I bring him on. Um, just a little uh, note, I am the owner of Reiki Oasis located here in the greater Seattle area for the last 28 years, I think it is. You can find out more about me at uh, ReikiOasis.com or uh, sign up for everything at schedule.reikioasis.com. And yes, I will be taking my sacred group of travelers to Egypt. And we're going to be taking over wonderful thoughts and blessings of peace and prayers and healing and all of that sort of thing. So um, yeah, you can light a candle for us, send us goodness. And I'll tell you all about it when I get back. Um, so goodbye to Libra. <clears throat> Hello to Scorpio. Yep. Uh, which began on October 23rd. 
Some people are already feeling it. It came in a little bit heavy, but we are right in the middle of this eclipse season. With the sun in Scorpio and the eclipse energies rolling in, we might feel like things in our lives need to change. It's a great energy for my guest. We may be actively making changes or still mulling over what exactly <clears throat> needs to shift. And this is a power time in the year when we may feel uncertain about what's ahead, but certain that we can't keep doing things the way we've been doing. So on Saturday, big thing, October 28th, we have an ultra powerful full moon lunar eclipse in Taurus. <clears throat> this ends the eclipse cycle that began in the end of 2021. So you can think back a couple of years what's been going on in your life since that time what challenges have been there how have you grown how has your life evolved yeah this eclipse cycle is now delivering its final messages its final lesson and its graduation point if you will the energies around this eclipse are supercharged so if you're sensitive like i am and my guest you might be feeling it in your own way and it's going to bring us to a closure point with something in our lives. And if something exits your life under this eclipse, take it as a sign. Trust that whatever you feel ready to walk away from is actually dissipating. And the eclipse energy will help us shed it and let it go and move through it so that we can create that space to enter into the new always love that idea of the new. Under this eclipse, we may experience themes around money, our self-worth, and what we truly value, as well as our own self-value. We may find ourselves needing to rethink what we've been giving our time to and what we wish to create in our lives moving forward. And while the eclipse energies can be challenging, they can also be incredibly empowering. Eclipses help us to leap forward on our path and their bridges to a higher path and powerful tools of transformation and change. During this particular potent eclipse portal, you're transcend transcending what I call survival programs embedded in our ancient selves and our old urge and old fear-based templates and collective matrix, which are dissolving now. They're going away and we're turning toward the energies of abundance, love, and freedom which are actually being activated all the way down into your DNA. So there's this fresh new energy coming in. Um, you know, our, our great mother earth that we walk around on, she also is affected by these things. And I always encourage people to ground very deeply during times of change. Let's become stable. Let's be that force of stability. So as you anchor into the new foundations based upon love and stability, Give gratitude to the beautiful land which you've chosen to come into. Gratitude to your sacred vessel that is going through all kinds of things, right? And uh, working our way through many, many bits of distortions personally and collectively. So trust in the knowing that all is working out in your favor and uh, turn toward that light and obviously get help if you need help. We will begin November on the coattails of the October 28 Taurus lunar eclipse. And the energies of this powerful eclipse will be play in play through all of November. Um, but they will begin to fade about halfway through November. So there's no doubt that the first few weeks of November are going to continue this 
transformational energy, but um, just utilize it. I really, really, you know, encourage you to do that. Um, I do want you to have fun this weekend, but do be aware of the intense energy. So having said that, if you're tired of putting off your dreams, you want to really utilize these powerful energies and the cosmic skies. You're going to really want to listen to my guest today. Art Geyser is the creator of Energetic NLP, a groundbreaking methodology that empowers people to unleash their fullest power and tap into their miraculous self rapidly and effortlessly. Art is an NLP trainer, a medical researcher, a healer, an intuitive um, and a leadership and team specialist for major corporations. Art is not only well-known internationally as the exceptional teacher and mentor, but also as a beacon, a beacon of inspiration and empower, a beacon for those individuals seeking to rewrite their lives and narratives. Art, you had no idea what you were in for. Welcome to my show today. <laughs> oh, it's great. I love the beacon, particularly um I'm not very vertical, so that's particularly funny. <laughs> I think your red shirt kind of takes care of that, too. The beacon of light. You, you are a beacon. I love it. So, yeah, wherever you go, the lighthouse, Art, there you are. Hmm. Yeah. It, it's funny you would bring that up. I, I won't go into it now, but I do have a whole thing about lighthouses, so it's pretty funny. Imagine that. That's how interesting. <laughs> Um, I'm thrilled to have you on the show. I'm fascinated with your work. Um, could you please just kind of jump in? What, what is NLP and um, what is energetic NLP? Let's just start right there. And Thanks. I, I will start with, with NLP because okay. NLP is a part of energetic NLP, but not the whole thing. And NLP stands for Neuro Linguistic Programming. And for the people who've never heard of it, it's had a huge influence, but um, you've heard of our most famous person, who is Tony Robbins. Now, he has yeah. his own way of doing things and rah-rah, and he'll, like he says, he'll dominate you into changing and stuff. Uh, so that's, you know, that's Tony, and you like it or you don't. Um, but the core of his power to transform people's lives comes from NLP. And I think he started about a year or so before I did, and he did a little better with the marketing. <laughs> and um, Was he uh, taller? Art was he was he more vertical? No, He's never mind. Vertical, actually, um, <laughs> sorry about I, that. <laughs> I was on stage with his son once, and his son is also like super tall. You know? um, yeah, Tony's very tall. Um, and, oh goodness! Uh, NLP was developed as a way to make rapid, deep personal changes, and it's very powerful, very magical in what it can do. And I was lucky enough when I was studying NLP, it was in. Marin County, which is on the other side of Golden Gate Bridge from San Francisco. And in Marin County, if you throw a rock, you hit a, a life coach, a yoga teacher, you know, a, a, a Buddhist, uh, you know, you know, a psychic. And so there were people in the program who started teaching me more and more about using energy work and psychic development and introduced me to my early teachers. And I realized that you could do all this miraculous work with NLP. And like anything, it had its limitations. You could do a lot of miraculous work with transformative energy work. It had its limitations. Same with spiritual principles. And so uh, in an earlier podcast, uh, I heard you talk about alchemy. And um, I think I had a past life as an alchemist because I'm always like, even when I cook, it's like, what if you put some of this in? What will happen? So 
it's natural for me to go, well, what if you took some NLP and some energy work and spiritual principles and started mixing them? And that was the birth of energetic NLP that brings together the NLP spiritual principles, healing and transformative energy work, psychic development. Yeah, I um, I have studied a little bit of NLP and I have always felt that it was magical. And I can easily see you as an alchemist yeah. or uh, like a Merlin. Like I can easily see you going, let's just move this energy around here. So anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, there's a, a, a wonderfulness to it. But this, could you tell us a little bit before you go into a little bit further about the energetic NLP, how did you end up doing all this? Because I, I, you've been doing this, what, 40 years or something? You've been in on this Yeah, path. 38, 39. Yeah, no, probably about 40 years, really, yeah. Oh, so we started our thing about the same time. <laughs> oh, wow. Interesting. It's really interesting. That's interesting. Yeah, that's it, very, very interesting. <laughs> when I was really young, I was interested in two things. I, I wanted to be a scientist when I grew up, but I also was interested in the powers of the unconscious mind. And I knew that psychic things, ESP, telepathy. I just knew they were all real. And even in elementary school, I would be hypnotizing my friends and cousins. And they still, some of my cousins still laugh about it. And like my mom has this great story. My mom always trusted me. And so we're in the library and I'm trying to check out a book on hypnosis. And I'm, I don't know how old I am, but I'm really young. And, and the librarian wouldn't check it out to me. So my mom checked it out for me. And my mom said the librarian gave her that, you're a terrible mother look. <laughs> um, and then I was always interested in all this, but I never went deep. And, and I was interested in Eastern religions, which when I was young, nobody was talking about that. But I, I never went that deep into anything. And I, in college, I, I majored in biology. And by the time I was done, I realized yeah, this, you know, I like science, but it wasn't my path. But I was one of those people who had no idea what I wanted to do. And, you know, back then, most people thought in terms of you had a career for your life, you might change jobs, but you had your career. And there was nothing I wanted to make my, nothing was calling to me that way. But I'd always had this knowing that something was going to just appear. And, and that would change everything. So I thought, well, I don't know, you know, maybe I can get a research job. So miraculously, I got hired to work in a, a research lab in the University of California Medical School in San Francisco. And um, it was one of those things I couldn't believe they even hired me because I had minimal requirements. And by a couple of years later, I was managing it. And, you know, I was proud of what we were doing. We were looking at the effects of estrogen and progesterone on, uh, during pregnancy and how the mechanisms worked and what, what people would now call um, epigenetics. And, and yeah. you know, I was proud of what we're doing. I worked with great people, yada, yada, yada. Uh, I had true love. Everything in my life was fine, but I, I knew I wasn't doing what I was supposed to be doing, but I didn't know what it was. And I started actually feeling kind of bad about myself because like, what's wrong with me that I can't make a decision here? And I went to a talk on intuition, which was just okay. And, and they, were, they had a table where they're selling all these books on intuition. And during a break, I went outside and I was looking at um, uh, a bulletin board with flyers and for younger people, you know, pieces of paper before there was the internet that <laughs> the people put on bulletin boards telling you about things. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. I'm sorry. We're we're probably about the same age. I'm just laughing so hard. Yes. Please keep talking. I'm loving it. Kind of like, you know, we had our ox carts. No, but um, and there was a, a poster that said a flyer that said neuro-linguistic programming. And I read the words and literally it felt like a bolt of lightning hit me on top of the head and went through my body. I mean, it was like, boom. And I'm kind of like, what were you know, the, the scientist in me was going, what was that? And the mystic in me was going, what was the sign? What do you think it was? So I go back in and I'm kind of stunned. And I look at the books on the table and all the books are about intuition, except for one book isn't about intuition. It was about NLP. And I thought, okay, <laughs> this, this cannot be a coincidence. So I bought the book, everything in my life changed. And, wow. uh, and then because of the people I met from the program, they started teaching me more about energy work and introduced me to my first teachers. In fact, I've realized that other than falling in love, every big positive change in my life was because I took some kind of course, you know, workshop course, read a book, you know, that had it almost always it was because I had a fantastic teacher, you know, every pivotal point in my life. Wow. I um I love your story so much. I am I'm always interested in what I call ser synchronicity serendipity mm. in people's lives where there is this knowing, like you said, knowing like uh, life's good, but you know, there's something coming. Um, also, I love this thing where you're like, there's all these books on intuition. And then there's this one book that is <laughs> flashing, read me, read me. Right. <laughs> so you, you followed that path and here you are. Um, you know, as a person who does a lot of intuitive work and also energetic work, I, I agree with something that you said earlier. I, I have felt like my whole life, I've been on kind of a journey of finding what is that one little piece mm. that if we put that in there, that all of a sudden it goes, right? Because so often in, in the work with people, you run up against resistance or blocks or, or too much ensconcement in the story of what's going on. So having laid that as a little bit of a platform, I know you can build on that. Um, talk about how your work kind of does this differently. Yeah. Well, well let me start with what you said about people getting in, in, into their story. And sure. I frustrate people at first because, you know, we're, we're also taught we have to analyze everything. And, um, one of the things one of my NLP teachers uh, once told us was that she goes, the main function of your conscious mind is to make up logical reasons why your unconscious mind did something. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. And, and I would add in also making up because most of us aren't thinking in terms of karma, spiritual contracts, energetic programming, ancestor programming. We, we we try to make up reasons why we're doing things, but we're but we don't have enough information. <laughs> you know, we're leaving out what's actually very important. And so, you know, when, when, often when people work, they want to tell me their story and, and often tell them this kind of a graph. The more you're talking, the less you're going to get out of this. It's like, tell me a little bit and then let me ask you questions. Let me read your energy, ask you questions. And because you already know how you think it works. <laughs> and if that was the answer, you wouldn't be here. So, so let's look for what, what we're missing, you know? And so in my work, um, one of the first things we do with everybody is we have them create what we call your miraculous self. 
which is this unique concept to energetic NLP. And I always have to tell people it's not your high self. Your, your high self just exists. Your miraculous self, it kind of sort of exists, but not really until you work with it. It's like a muscle in the body that you rarely or never use. So it's there, but it can't really do anything. But you start working with it, it gets strong, it gets supple, and it, and it can all of a sudden do magical things. And your miraculous self is formed when your spirit with its vast perspective and your deep inner human wisdom with its very practical perspective join together to guide you, nurture you, heal you, and help you manifest your life. And the reason why that's so important, and I always have to explain what I mean by the word spirit, because, you know, it means something different to, you know, uh, to almost everybody. And the individual spirit versus the individual soul is another thing. And, and people use the terms oppositely. So I apologize to people if I'm using them oppositely for, the, for their thinking. What I'm calling your spirit are the higher frequencies of your non-physical self, the higher frequencies of your non-physical self. So you can think of them as higher up above your head. And what I'm calling your soul is the lower frequencies of your non-physical self. And you can think of it, you know, you know, around your crown and, and closer to your, your head. Yeah. And I don't mean lower as inferior, just higher, lower. And the way I see it, and I always like to tell people, this is just the way I perceive things. I'm not saying it's some ultimate truth, but it's a really useful model. Um, when you get into the higher frequencies, you get into like the perfect parent where your spirit's going, well, whatever you want, dear, because it sees so many different things as valid spiritual paths. So to your spirit, it, your spirit loves you and cares about you, but your spirit can go, oh, you want your heart broken? Well, you know, that's a valid spiritual path. You want to feel loved and acknowledged? Well, that's another valid spiritual path. And I'll support you whatever way you go. And your spirit, you know, knows a big perspective, you know, how your life fits into the whole unfolding of the universe. And I know for a lot of people, like my life, it's part of the unfolding of the universe. You know, even somebody drunk in the gutter is part of the unfolding. We're, we're all <laughs> doing this together, you know, no matter whether you ever figure out the importance. It, I always like say there are no extra people on the planet. Everybody's here doing their part of whatever the big mystery is. Um, and, but what I'm calling your soul, these lower frequencies, it, it's closer to your personality. So your soul has wants, needs, fears, you know, it brings in things from past lives where like, oh, don't be public with that because you remember, you know, don't develop your spiritual abilities because yeah. you got whacked last time. And, you know, it, so it has all this stuff that isn't necessarily relevant, just like your conscious and unconscious mind. So your miraculous self is your spirit working with your deep inner human wisdom. And your spirit can be going, oh, that's a valid spiritual path. And your deep inner human wisdom can go, is there a and more enjoyable way to do this, or, you know, more loving. It's like, yeah, I know my having a horrible disease, it, it will grow me spiritually, but can I do it another way? And yes. And and not this kind of new agey, like, oh, if you just think right, nothing bad will ever happen. That's not a human life. But no. the, the Dalai Lama talks about natural and unnatural suffering. And natural suffering is we're in bodies, people we care about in bodies, you know, things happen. Unnatural suffering is all the karmic and unconscious and program things that we create that didn't need to be there. So the goal in energetic NLP is to clear out uh, 
heal karma, clear programming, change spiritual contracts, you know, and uh, update all of that with wisdom and knowledge and concepts and abilities from your miraculous self, and then tap into our ability to work with earth and universal energies to manifest and heal ourselves and others if we choose to, and the world if we choose to. Wow. Um, you said so many good things. I was scribbling notes down, you know, so I, I do that because I like to draw off of what you're you're saying, right? <laughs> um, this whole thing, though, like a lot of people do this. I, I, I can't tell you how many times people will say to me, um, you know, they're talking about their unnatural suffering, right? And they're like, why is this happening to me? You know, why is God making this? Why, why am I suffering? Does it, do I have to suffer? I've been a, such a good person, mm -hmm. right? And there's something else obviously going on here, right? That's a little bit deeper. And if I understand correctly, um, you have been working with people to help. I don't even have the right word. I'm going to use the word unlock because that's what's coming to me to help unlock um, themselves, I suppose you might say, or that gate and step through. Would that be a way to say it? Maybe. Uh, you said that really well. So okay. a lot of it is after you do the clearing, bringing in more of your true essence. Yes. And and, and very much yeah. it's unlocking your abilities and then unlocking your connect. So I, I don't think that it's wrong or bad that we have all these problems and blocks. Um, I think the uh, my understanding, you know, Ganesh, that elephant headed Hindu God, yeah. he's the remover of obstacles. But I was reading one time and, and it said, but he's also the one who puts them there for your development. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, in energetic energetical people, we use the word blocks because it's, but we don't mean them like they're bad or wrong. They're, right. Somehow they're there for a purpose. And I know you know this. And that when we go like, okay, well, but do I have to keep doing it that way? And the answer is usually no. no. <laughs> you know, that that most of these things were done with, but the both energetically and unconsciously, programming just doesn't typically go away on its own. You have to actually, like with a computer or something, you have to actually take the programming out or heal, you know, heal it and dissolve it, which is um, easy, actually. All of it, I think, you know, the, all, the, to me, the cosmic joke about energy work and stuff is that it's really incredibly easier than anybody thinks it is. Well, I... I, I got to tell you, I was working with someone the other day and I kept having the image of the ruby slippers, you know, oh. where she's and, and they're like, you've had the power all along. And she's like, what? And they're like, just look at your shoes. Right. You know, <laughs> which is why I wear high, high heels. But anyway, um, <laughs> there's that. Right. Um, I am loving this conversation so much. We have so much more to, to talk about. I uh, we're going to take a little station break. But Art, I got to tell you, because I was laughing so laughing about your story because you know sometimes people reflect each other and when I was a little girl I was always like my poor little brother it's a, it's a wonder he's still alive I'd be like doing eye fascination follow this <laughs> <laughs> you will go down sleeping <laughs> anyway um foreshadowing 
Anyway, um, <laughs> my, my amazing guest today who's putting up with my silliness because the energy of playfulness is here with you is uh, Art Geyser is the uh, creator of Energetic NLP. And um, oh my goodness, don't go away because uh, if I can talk Art into doing a little bit of something with us on the air, I have a feeling he, he would be willing to do that. And you're going to really benefit. So uh, we're going to take a little station break. It's Loretta Brown. We'll be right back. I'm okay. You're not okay. It's normal to have diarrhea and stomach pains. Sometimes, but not as often as you do. I've got this under control. No, you don't. It's time to let that voice inside your head be heard. Urgent diarrhea and chronic stomach pain can be signs of Crohn's disease or ulcerative colitis. The Crohn's and Colitis Foundation can help you learn more and even find a specialist. Don't keep your symptoms to yourself. Get help at SpillYourGuts.org. Time is funny. Sometimes it seems fast, another time slow. When it comes to time slots remaining on Alternative Talk 1150, time is running out. In fact, there are just a few primetime slots available. So if you want to host your own radio program, the time to call 425-653-1150 is right now. Nope, no time for excuses. Dial 425-653-1150 to find out how affordable it can be to host a radio show. Alternative Talk, we have an opportunity waiting just for you. Energy is powerful. It's all around us, mysterious, full of potential. Directing positive healing energy to raise your vibrational rate through Reiki can change your life. Reiki master Loretta Brown has relieved stress, sadness, anger, and even helped clients lose weight, stop smoking, and end sleep disorders. Worldwide, people have sought out Reiki Oasis. If you want help with your dis-ease, visit ReikiOasis.com. Harness life's energy. Visit ReikiOasis.com today. Bored with the other stations? Hammering away on the same old talking points? Try Alternative Talk 1150 and get some variety. Welcome back to the original Loretta Brown show. And in case you wondered, I am the original Loretta Brown in so many different ways. Anyway, um, I'm a wonderful guest today, Art Geyser, the creator of Energetic NLP. I want to remind people these shows are archived at the KKNW 1150 AM archives for the original Loretta Brown show. You can download them and listen to them. We're also on iTunes, Podcast One, Spotify, Megaphone, Twitter. Oh, no, it's not Twitter. It's X, excuse yeah. me, and uh, many other platforms. So uh, please go check it out. And there are literally hundreds of shows I've been on the air for uh, quite many years. So anyway, welcome back. We Such a wonderful discussion about energetic NLP. And I was telling Art during the break, I am absolutely fascinated with this work because I know that it is very effective and gosh, anybody can do it. Anybody can learn it. Um, during the break, I brought up a subject that I'd like to touch on briefly. And that is that in our in our journey, in our healing work with ourselves or, or with others, you know, um, there are many people who are talk all the time in their stories about external forces, such as dark entities or spirits or curses or black magic or things like this and and it's easy to get over focused on these things i uh, for me it's like they go into hypervigilance yeah. um but can you touch on that subject a little bit art um yeah i'm just gonna let you run with that 
I, I think it's such an important subject. Um, yeah, it, it's people get so focused on that. And a couple of principles, something I was taught and that I believe is that everyone is the sovereign of their own energy field. And so people talk about energy vampires and dark forces, and I understand why they why they see it that way. But if you're the sovereign of your energy field, for something to be affecting you, it has to be hooking into something of yours. Otherwise, it couldn't do it. And the, uh, in, in fact, it was funny, you brought up the Wizard of Oz earlier, and there's a scene in it where you know, Dorothy's land and Landon Munchkin land in her house has killed the Wicked Witch of the West. West. And to the Wicked Witch of the East shows <laughs> I, up. By the way, I live in the Emerald City. Seattle's called the Emerald City. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, We're in the West. Just saying. Anyway, <laughs> go ahead. Funny. Yeah, it's funny. It's, um, and the Munchkin land is, is ruled by Glenda, the good witch. And, um, and so the wicked witch is, is threatening Dorothy. And Glenda just looks at her and goes, you don't have any power here. Be gone. Just like that. Not like, you don't have any power here. But, but coming from, from full knowledge of power, going, you don't have any power here. Be gone. And it, it's very much like that. Things can't affect you unless they're hooking into something of yours. Now, there's a lot to hook into. There's unconscious programming, energetic programming karma, past life stuff, you know, ancestral things. But when you start using anything that you're interacting with as a way to find what in you to be cleared, and there's actually very easy ways to, to, to clear it, then it actually becomes a gift. So, so that's one principle is that, and to give an example of it, I used to go to this spiritual center in Brazil, and people talk about being in the bubble, the, the whole area around the center, the energy was really strong. And uh, I don't, I don't know if you've ever had dreams where they're kind of like a movie and I don't, I'm not sure if I was the main character or watching the main character, but it had like a whole plot and this, there's this young guy and he's trying to escape this evil sorcerer and wherever he goes, you don't physically see the sorcerer here, but he starts affecting everything energetically and he keeps going, you can't escape me, you know, and, and this keeps going on and I woke up and I thought, that's the weirdest dream. I was fully awake and all of a sudden a voice in my head goes, you can't escape me. And I feel all this negative energy in the room. And um, I don't even use the term negative energy, very unpleasant, very nasty kind of energy. And so I, I'm doing, I'm starting to clear, okay, what in me is allowing this? So I'm just clearing that. And finally I got fully awake and I just said to the energy, I'm not giving you any power. It's like, I don't care if you're in this room or not, because you're irrelevant to me. Mm -hmm. You don't have any power. And I was gone. So, so one part is not giving them power. The other part is, it, you know, so it's clearing what in you is getting activated, not giving them any power. But the other thing is most of, in my opinion, most of what people think are angels and demons and all of that are just what are called thought forms. And for people, I know you know what they are, but thought forms are, energetic formations that energy follows your thought and intention. So people think things. So if you think about the devil, you actually can create images and um, they're kind of like movies, but they're also a little bit like AI. They can interact with you and stuff, but they, they don't have a soul. They don't have a spirit. They're just energy. You know, they're, they're no more, they're real in the way a movie is real. And they only have power because they can scare us and give us power. And we give them power, I should say. So, 
one of the things that you can learn is if it's just a thought form, you can just dissolve it. If, it, if it's some kind of a being, then it's just about going, okay, what in me is it hooking into? And then it becomes a gift because you just clear whatever that is. But, um, but like you, I, I, don't, I don't spend a lot of time thinking about uh, dark forces. And I teach sometimes at the College of Psychic Studies in London, which is a wonderful old institution. And, uh, and, and they, they're not doing anything dark there, but they've been doing seances and stuff there for many, many years. So um, there's a lot of interesting energies around. And when you're teaching them, you can stay there. It's an old Edwardian building. And some people won't even stay there overnight. And, and I, I love staying there. And it's just, you know, and, and I'm not the only one, but I, lo I love staying there because I, I focus on the energies I like and the other energies, like, kind of like Glenda, I just go, I'm not giving you any power. And, and again, they're not evil or bad. They're just <laughs> not desirable, some of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yes, I love everything that you just said. I, I tell people all the time, I think we can become, number one, we can become hypervigilant for a variety of reasons, but we can also become so over-focused on looking for that thing, that dark thing yeah. or that negative thing, whatever you want to say, um, outside of us that we, you know, some of the laws of, of energy, you know, what you focus on, you will experience, you know, what you're looking for, you will find, and also yeah. you will add energy to it. And, yes. and um, I'm like, years ago, you know, my, my father was a great one for having me read all these books, like the power of positive thinking and, and, you know, the game of life and all this kind of stuff. And, and I can't remember uh, which, which author it was uh, Wallace Waddles, who said there is a substance in the air all around us waiting for us to have a thought, so it can form itself into something. Ooh. And I went, man, that's it right there. So yeah, you can read Wallace Waddles now. <laughs> Yeah. The science of getting rich. Anyway, <laughs> um, so with all of that, I would like to give you some time on the show. If you could take, um, you know, me and the listening audience through some kind of a little process here. Uh, I would love to. Uh, let me just, and let me just give a caveat. If anybody's listening to this when they're driving, either pull <laughs> over or turn it off, even if it's the recording later, because if, if you're watching this later or listening to it later, if you pretend it's happening right now, you will access the energies. And I work with a whole symphony of energy. Some of them are very high frequency and they tend to put people in this dreamy altered state, which makes it easy to let go of old programming and conditioning. Uh, but it's not the way you want to be when you're driving. <laughs> so, um, so if you're driving, turn this off or pull over. Uh, let me just see where I'm guided with this. Um, so let's start by creating your miraculous self for everybody. And this is so easy that a lot of you will refuse to let it be easy. And you try to make it hard because we're so trained. It, as you mentioned, energy follows thought and intention. In, in energetic NLP, you set your intention. You give permission to receive the benefits because just this, you can have an incredibly strong intention. That doesn't mean you're giving permission to receive it. So it, it's in, intention, permission, permission for miraculous self to be in charge. And then the last of the magical ingredients 
is imagination. So what happens for a lot of people is when the energy starts flowing, they're going, am I feeling this? Should I be feeling this? Should I be feeling something different? Am I doing this right? And uh, if you do that, you'll get much less out of it. And you don't have to suppress that if it's going on, just turn down the volume and bring out your playful inner child. If everybody was five years old and I went, fill the room you're in with sparkling gold energy, you would. You know, we'd all have to put on our sunglasses. So while this is going on, you don't have to believe anything. Just pretend it's working. Then later you can analyze it. So we'll start by creating your miraculous self. And it's as easy as set your intention that you want your spirit and your deep inner human wisdom to form your miraculous self. Your spirit knows what it is. You don't have to figure that out. Your deep inner human wisdom knows what it is. Your essence knows what it is. So let go of figuring anything out. Just set your intention that somehow miraculously, your spirit, your deep inner human wisdom right now are forming your miraculous self. And then give 100% permission for that to happen. And then imagine it's happening. Take an easy deep breath. And now just pretend, imagine that you have a miraculous self. Now, <clears throat> and I invite you to give miraculous self permission to be in charge of what happens next. So let the energy in your miraculous self do all the work. And we're going to do a clearing of blocks. And then your miraculous self will give you a download to replace it because you always want to replace it. And the download will be wisdom, knowledge, concepts, skills, abilities, attitudes, and behaviors from your miraculous self that will make your life more successful, happier, more loving, you know, whatever is on your list, healthier, more vital. And I don't usually teach this as a, as a beginner thing, but let, let's try it out. Um, and it's really easy if you let it be. There's an energy that people call eye of God energy. And there's versions of it in Hinduism, Buddhism, Christianity, Islam, Judaism, and it's an energy that can just dissolve things like like a laser. It's just going to it's this divine energy that just it doesn't destroy things, but it turns them back into pure energy. It just releases them. And your miraculous self can just make a column of eye of God energy. I, let me reword that. It's not making anything. Your your miraculous self can call it in because it just exists and we can all call upon it And in a moment, we're going to have your miraculous self just call upon that eye of God energy, and it's going to appear in front of you. I mean, put it, you know, I don't, not right next to you, but put it out towards the edge of your aura, or your, towards the back of the room. And some people go, well, does it come in or does it come out? Does it come from the top? Just, it's, it's there. It's not there, then it's there. You know, don't make it that complicated. Your miraculous self knows how to do this. So, Imagine a giant gold ball of energy, and we're all inside of it right now. And it's um, this magical Loretta Brown uh, uh, podcast energy of transformation. I love that. <laughs> and at the end, we're going to dissolve it. And let's just declare it's a space of miracles. Yeah, and it's not like it's a space of miracles. It's a space of miracles. It's a space where it's easy 
to dissolve and let go of old blocks, unconscious, energetic, and spiritual. It's a space where it's easy for your miraculous self to replace those blocks with wisdom, knowledge, concepts, skills, abilities, attitudes, and behaviors from your miraculous self. It's a space where you feel loved, acknowledged, appreciated, worthy. It's a space where you, you can feel in your body that somehow you are part of this vast unfolding. Even if it doesn't intellectually make sense to you, you can feel it. And it's a space of miracles and transformation and playfulness. <laughs> so and this is recorded. So just pick one thing for now. Pick one thing that you would like to enhance in your life, one area of your life. And, and you can always watch this again and pick something else. So pick the one thing and set your intention that what we're about to do or what we're doing now is going to really enhance that aspect of your life. And then give 100% permission to receive that enhancement. Give 100% permission for your miraculous self to be in charge and to do its magic. And then just imagine, pretend this whole symphony of energies is coming in to start to work with you. And then give your miraculous self permission now to call upon the eye of God energy. And just imagine this energy, like a column of energies out in front of you, like a beacon. <laughs> and um, give your miraculous self permission to send to that column unconscious programming, um, karma, contracts, whatever it wants to release, ancestral programming, societal programming, whatever it wants to release, limiting beliefs. And you don't need to know what they are consciously. Just let your miraculous self figure it out and just pretend they're going out to the column and they're getting transmuted to pure energy and released. And I like to entertain myself by seeing little symbols and squiggles and clouds and things going off. And make it even better. Sometimes you can't release something because there's something else blocking it. So maybe um, you have a belief you can't be successful, but underneath it is a belief that you're not worthy or that you should be punished. So let your miraculous self send off to, to that eye of God column anything that would block you from releasing what's blocking you. So anything that would block you from releasing what's blocking you. And send off to the column anything that would block you from releasing what's blocking you from releasing what's blocking you. So at this point, your conscious mind just has to give up and go, okay, just do it. <laughs> oh, goodness. give your miraculous self permission to send into that column or just to send into the earth 
any energies in your space that aren't yours and aren't helpful. So we're not going positive, negative, or any of that. Energies either yours or they're not. If they're not yours, they're helpful or they're not helpful. So not helpful energies are just going down into the earth. And of your own energies, some energies don't belong in present time. Old, painful, traumatic, emotional kind of energies. You want to keep the learnings, but you don't need to keep that energy because it doesn't belong in the present. So let your miraculous self start draining off old, uh, emotional, traumatic, or painful energies that don't belong in the present. And we're not trying to get them all, just whatever goes off easily. Again, you can watch this again later. And then give your miraculous self permission to give you a download. So just like when you download into your phone or computer or tablet, it, it you, you make sure it's a trusted source and then you just let it come in. Well, your miraculous self is a trusted source. Let your miraculous self now replace all of that with wisdom, knowledge, <clears throat> excuse me, wisdom, knowledge, concepts, skills, abilities, attitudes and behaviors from your miraculous self. It will cause you to have a more and more wonderful life. A more miraculous life. And those those downloads are going into your chakras, your energy channels. And by the way, you have a lot more than seven chakras, and some are above your head, some are below your feet. And your miraculous self knows all about this. So let it work with your entire energy field to enhance it. Let it work with your cells and your DNA and your organs and your body systems. And when you do an energetic NLP process, you'll be processing this for days, maybe longer, which is good. So let's have your miraculous self bring in energies to help you process and integrate the benefits into your life in as easy a way as is possible. Flowing, they're all positive, but still change sometimes can be bumpy. So we wanna smooth that out and make the change comfortable, easy. Give the earth permission to ground you. The earth is stronger than we are. Just give it permission to ground you. So imagine a column of energy is coming up from the earth and give the earth permission to ground only your authentic energy into your body. So to ground only your authentic energy into your body. And that grounding also can be used by your miraculous self to release energies into the earth and to bring up from the earth energies that are loving, nurturing, validating energies of manifestation. So just let the earth bring up all that mother earth, mother nature energy into you. And then you can continue to release gently into the earth and the earth just transmutes those energies. Let's dissolve our group uh, energy space, that gold ball. Now it's very, 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 very important that you retrieve your energy out of everybody's space, particularly Loretta's and mine. So just kind of like calling a dog, ask your miraculous self like, here boy, no, here girl, call back all your energies. <laughs> and if there's any of those energies that your miraculous self doesn't want anymore, they just go into the earth, but call them back out of everybody else's space and we'll get our energy out of your space. 
and then give your miraculous self permission to fill you up with more of your authentic essence and with support of earth and universal energies. And again, filling your chakras, your energy channels, all the layers of your aura, your organs, your cells, your DNA, your body systems. And then begin to wiggle your fingers and toes. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll leave it there. Wiggle your fingers and toes and start to stretch and move. Because when your energy field realigns, your body wants to realign. So it helps if you move a little bit. Stomping your feet, patting your body. Actually rubbing the ears and pulling on them is a great way to release energies too. And it keeps you from being too serious because you look silly. <laughs> and, um, and that's it. <laughs> wow. I loved that so much. Uh, so very much. And uh, wow, we are down to like the last minute. That was perfectly timed to all the listeners. My goodness. Uh, do go back and get the recording of this. Uh, I know Art will uh, agree with me. Anytime you listen to this, you will be in the energy of it. So energy doesn't care about time, space, and distance. Um, Art, very quickly, we are really the last minute. Where can people find you? And um, I know you offer classes and all kinds of things. So the best way, um, I have some free videos that are really transformative and powerful. And you go to blockbuster, the number three, numeral three.com. So blockbuster3.com. And then you you sign up, you'll get the videos, you'll be on my mailing list. And I have a, a number of things coming up real soon. So you'll hear about all of that. All right. Wow. Thank you, Art Geyser. It was so fun to talk with you. It was so fun to play. It was so fun to do that wonderful work. I am ready. I am all ready for everything now. And please continue to be a beacon, a beacon <laughs> of inspiration and empowerment to everyone. Thank you so much. And to Benny, you're the best. To everybody out there, uh, shine. Don't be afraid of this full moon lunar eclipse. Have some fun. Lighten up a little bit. And boy, hang on to your tinfoil hats because here we go. Have fun. <laughs> <laughs>